A man walks along the streets on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, heading toward the intersection of Broad Street and Wall Street. Holding his hand and keeping pace is his nine-year-old grandson. Young Daniel Frischberg is about to get a first-hand look at the New York Stock Exchange. He doesn't realize it yet, but his destiny is to be a major player in the world of finance. What he's learned over nearly 50 years, he'll teach you today, and it's all free of charge. There's a billionaire locked inside you. The key to freedom is information. The kind of information you find here on the Money Man Report. Now, here's the Money Man. Here's Dan Frischberg. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Money Man Report. I'm Dan Frischberg. This is the beautiful Alicia, Alicia Frischberg, and this is show number one of the Money Man Report, brought to you by Wall Street Ministries. So, hello, my dear. Hello, Daniel, and hello, everyone. We got a real good American system installed, and it's proven investors all over the world invest in America because of our system. Yeah, and this is the reason that we're doing this again. You know, I did this radio program every day for two hours for over 25 years, and then we took a break, and we didn't do it again for a few years, and it was wonderful. I love the beach. <laughs> I love not doing it, but now we're doing it again, and I keep, I'm so happy to be back. And wh why are we doing this? Because I can't stand all the bad information that's out there, and there is so much nonsense, and we're on the, on the verge of the most wonderful opportunity that we've seen in years, and there's so much bad information out there that I can't stand it. And so, the Money Man Report is back on the air. Now, we're not going to do it two hours a day, every day, maybe, but we are doing it as a podcast. And I'm very happy to be with you. So, uh, look, so few people become successful as investors. In fact, so few people become successful at anything, right? And the question is, why? Well, why are there so many 1,500-square-foot houses everywhere and so few 5,000-square-foot houses and even fewer 20,000-square-foot houses? Now, I think it really has to do with the fact that the world can't stand too many leaders. The species that had a whole bunch of generals and very few privates lost the war a million years ago. And the species that we inherited everything from had, a, had one chief and a lot of Indians. And so our society works really well because there's a few poor people, a few rich people, and a lot of people who are average or poor. Now, the thing is, which one do we want to be? We want to be among the rich people. So, uh, why are there so few, or why are there so few successful people? Here, here's the deal. Why are there so many Poor people and so many, so few rich people. And, and you know, the irony of it is we live in this place that has this fabulous invention. It was so smart that Alicia left a town with nothing 
and she came with just his stuff on her back by herself at age 19 because she heard about this place where they invented all they invent all this stuff and there's all these brilliant people and they're making things that everybody in the world wants to use and and it's so creative now one of the things they created was this ability for us to invest in companies and the thing is it's so systematic that you actually can get real good information about the companies and if a guy has an invention and it's really working and he's got a company and it's working he can go raise more money and he can raise it from total strangers and strangers can come and invest and buy shares in his company because they can trust the information that he's publishing it's getting audited he goes to jail if he lies and so this system is so reliable that it allows us to create something where we can make these big companies that get bigger and bigger. And we, as investors, get to be part of it, and we get to be richer and richer. And ah, you ask me why yes. a lot are not rich. Right. It's because they don't persist exactly how they do with their business. They think investing with other companies has these different rules compared to them running their own business. Yeah, and they don't even, most people don't even succeed in their own business because everybody I know that is very successful, and I know quite a few people that are globally successful, but there's not one of them that doesn't have a story about the setbacks and the drawbacks and the mistakes he made and the discouragement everybody goes through that but you know only one person in a thousand is going to be willing to tolerate one error two errors three hours setbacks mistakes and keep coming back because he's determined persistent yeah yes courage you know thomas edison was never supposed to be the most in the smartest person in the world he was just the guy who made mistake after mistake after mistake, and he was trying to figure out how to make the light bulb, and he kept trying all these different things, and he did it for years, hundreds of thousands, until he finally found the material that worked. And he invented the light bulb, and we're still talking about him, and he's changed the world. He didn't change it because he was the only smart person. He changed it because he was willing to keep trying keep working at it. He was determined. He wasn't going to give up. He knew what he was going to do, and he knew he was going to do it. And if it took him his whole life, he was going to do it. Well, it didn't take him his whole life, and he was very successful. But that's what people miss. That's why people don't become rich in their businesses. And it's also why they don't do well in the stock market. It's like Mickey Mantle. Hey, Mickey, the way that, why do you strike out too much? because that's what it takes to win the Triple Crown. <clears throat> Those of you who don't know, the Triple Crown means he won home runs in one year. He won the home run championship, hit the most hits, and the most runs batted in. Very, very few pe people ever in history <clears throat> have won the Triple Crown in the big leagues. Well, Mickey Mantle was one of the people who do that. And I will never forget 
because that was at a press conference and he was being interviewed and the New York reporter said, hey, Mick, how can we strike out so much? And he said, because that's how you win the Triple Crown. I will never forget that. I was probably seven or eight years old. But that is exactly the secret. And that's the secret of succeeding. But what happens is people invest in a company because they know that this has got to be a good way to get rich. They see people who have become very rich investing in other companies. And I can tell you for sure that it's, you know, I built it together with Alicia. We built a big asset management company. It got up to about a billion dollars. It was very profitable. It was terrific. But it would, we, when we only made a little, we didn't make anything selling that compared to what we've been able to make on other people's companies like Microsoft and Google and taking big leverage positions in that. Uh, building our own company was much, much harder and took much, much longer. But the thing is, you do it and then you think, I got a great idea, it's going to make a lot of money and it's going to go straight up. And then when it doesn't go straight up, it goes up and I'm taking a bow and I'm the smartest guy in the world. And then it goes down, it crashes. And the bottom line is, it doesn't feel good. And most people give up. And that's why most people think stocks, the stock market is very risky. The truth is, the stock market to them means this whole assembly of a bunch of stocks hundreds of stocks, thousands, and you're going to guess what the whole thing is going to do. You're going to guess by watching what each other are doing, you're going to guess whether it's going to go up or down. Of course, the, almost everybody that tries to do that fails. The people who get rich by investing in other people's companies do it because they understood that company, they invested their money in it, they stuck with it, through setbacks, and they had the same being with that idea through thickness and thick and thin that they have with a good marriage, that they have with a company that they stuck to forever and built. That's the way investing works, not by getting it right round right away. Folks, we'll be right back after these important messages. Hey, I'm Daniel Frischberg. You know, the stock market is a money-making machine during a bull market. Everybody has a great time. Coming out of the 2008 crash, interest rates were just about zero, and stocks were the only game in town. Now, the situation for investors is exactly the opposite. And all the lies about nobody being able to beat the indexes are costing investors a lot of money. The companies that spread that story, they don't buy index funds with their money, they just want to sell them to you. When interest rates were falling and the whole stock market was soaring, a lot of investors got away with not knowing or caring what they invested. With a non-company recession in the middle of a bear market, you can see for yourself 
that strategy just isn't working. While recessions sound scary, they're actually regular events. In fact, since World War II, there have been 13 recessions. That means there's a playbook for investing in a recession that I developed over 60 years on Wall Street. I want you to have my free report on five recession-proof stocks. These are businesses that actually get more valuable while the stock market's struggling. Just click the link to order my free report on five stocks that love recessions that could turn into the shining stars in your portfolio. Just click the link right here on WallStreetMinistries.com. It's free, so do it right now. Thanks very much for joining us. This is a Money Man Report. Happy to be with you. And I want to start out, we were talking about how difficult most people find it to invest in companies. We call it the stock market, but we really want to invest in the market. We want to invest in particular companies. I'm going to tell you now about a company whose stock is down par. And, and the reason we're starting to do this right now, the reason that this show, why we're going to stick with this show for quite a while, is because we're on the verge of the most wonderful opportunity. The central bank didn't really understand what they were doing. They created a lot of inflation with stupid management. And then to get rid of the inflation, they think they have to ruin the economy. And so they've done that and they've driven the prices of stocks of wonderful companies. They've driven them down and made them really, really cheap. We have the opportunity now. Because there's an election year coming, think about this. There, This is going to be a new election where we elect a president of the United States and all the House of Representatives people and one-third of senators. And they're all going to be running in 2024. The pressure on the central bank, on, Fed, on the Fed, on Powell, to stop messing up the economy and back off and let the economy recover so that we can have a good stock market and a good economy going into that election year. He will not be able to resist that pressure. He's already getting it. There's no question about it. This economy is going to get better as we go on through 2023 and into 2024. Stock prices are going to go up and so we're going to have an opportunity, and that's why this show is going to be so valuable to you. You're going to get great ideas about things to invest in, but you're also going to get some wisdom about what actually goes on. How does it work? What does it take to win? So, uh, Alicia, should we talk about a particular company? Well, let's talk about, I know it's boring for everyone, but let's talk about Microsoft. Uh did we talk about ASML per? Okay. Yeah. All right. Microsoft, uh, look, Microsoft, the reason that that's going to be one of the first biggest things to go up is because it's a digital company. There's never, prior to 20 years ago, there's never been a business model like what Microsoft has. They're not the only one right now. There's Google, there's others. The thing about it is, 
Here's the business model. It's completely digital, which means if Microsoft wants to make a million extra copies, what is the incremental extra expense? If I want to make a million extra bottles of Coca-Cola, what do I got to do? I have to buy bottles and syrup and make more machines, and I got to get trucks and people to deliver them. If I want to make a million bottles of Coca-Cola, I got to do a lot of preparation. It's going to take a long time. If I want to find a, a million pounds of copper, I got to buy diesel, and I got to buy Caterpillar tractors, and I got to negotiate with countries to get to be able to mine in their country, and I got to unions and all that stuff. Very expensive, very hard to do. We do it. It's a great thing. But Microsoft can make a million extra copies of Windows just like that with the snap of a finger because it's completely digital. There is no incremental cost of expansion of this. Now, all around the world, let's take India. There's 1.2 billion people live in India, and half a billion of them are going to have electricity over the next five years. And already they have cell phones, and they're watching, they, they, they know how to lie and, uh, and get Netflix by, by uh, keeping themselves anonymous. They, they're watching movies about how we live, they know what it is, and they want to know, just like the people in Iran want to know, they want to know how come their kids go to college and become lawyers and doctors, and our kids are in the garden growing cucumbers? What's wrong with us? What's so great about them? And the answer is because we have all this stuff. So now they're getting electricity. They've got a telephone pole in every little village in India now. When we were there 15 years ago, only uh, you could only see electricity in Mumbai, in, in the big cities, and you could drive for 100 miles and not see a light. But now... They've got a telephone pole with a step-down transformer and electricity in every little village in India, but they haven't got it wired to everybody's house yet. So over the next while, all those people are going to have electricity. They're going to have it in their house. Their kids are going to be going to college. They're going to have computers, just like our kids do. And millions, millions, millions of them are going to be subscribing to Microsoft. And when they do, what is going to be the incremental cost for Microsoft to produce 100 million extra copies? Zero. And they're going to get to do it right away. There's never been a great business model like that. There are other companies like Google that have that, my, that, that business model, but nobody ever saw anything like that until 20 years ago. So Microsoft is going to have enormous growth and of course, that company has continued to be making more and more and more money because people around the world are signing up and subscribing to it and getting Windows and they're getting cloud and they're getting all these things. And Microsoft has got the cloud and they've got Windows and they've got Office and they've got all this kinds of stuff. And people are signing up for it all around the world, but it's nothing compared to the billion people that are going to sign up for it over the next five years and another billion or two people over the next five years, and every one of them 
is going to be subscribing to Microsoft. So we've got the opportunity to be the owners of that company. Right? And it has a moat around that industry. No one can enter. Nobody can, nobody can do what they're doing. They're the only place you're going to be able to get Windows. And, and I can tell you that Google is trying to compete and have uh, Google word processing and Google all this stuff. And, and it does work. But, you know, if, if you're going to hire somebody to work in your office, they come in already knowing how to do Microsoft software. If you want to use something else, you got to teach them how to do it. you got to train them. So everybody is choosing that. And when they want to be on the cloud and they want to reach people around the world, of course, they pick the Microsoft cloud. Millions of them do because that may, it's going to work with the software that they already have in their office. Mm -hmm. So Microsoft's got something that hardly anybody has, that no one has, and lots and lots and lots of people are going to be choosing Microsoft, and they're, they're going to be paying me for the use of Microsoft. So that's an example of a company that you really know. I don't want, remember, we are not your financial planner here. This is the Money Man Report. I'm thrilled to be here with you, and I'm going to help you make a lot of money, but it's going to be your responsibility. We're not your financial planner. We're not your advisor. You're going to have to do your own work. I'm going to give you ideas. We're going to talk about the economy like we always have for all these years. Then you're going to have to be responsible to figure out what's right for you. And if you have to get a professional and pay him, don't be cheap. Get a professional and pay him. This is not what's happening here. We're talking about the economy, and we're talking about companies, and we're talking about how you make money in business. You learn about it here, and then you take responsibility. So, the as boring as it gets, Microsoft is my bond replacement for now, and uh, I don't mind boring making money. Uh, uh, it's good. And so Microsoft for me is uh, a certainty like the bond market for me. All right. Well, when, next time, next time we do this, please tune in. We're going to do it regularly. But the next time we do it, I'm going to tell you about a company that I believe cannot miss and is going to make you, in my opinion, a fortune over the next several years. I'm going to give you the idea. I'm going to tell you about it. And then your job is going to be go learn about it before you invest money. Don't just go run out and do something just because you heard about it here. That's not smart. But this is a very smart thing for you to never miss. This is the Money Man Report. It's brought to you by Wall Street Ministries. And we're going to be back next time at this very same time. We're going to do a podcast every single week, doing it like a radio show, but you're going to be able to access it everywhere where you get your podcast, especially on wallstreetministries.com. This is wallstreetministries.com. And by the way, if you're an old listener, you love the Money Man Report, you can just go to themoneyman.com and it takes you to the very same place. It is the Wall Street Ministries website. The radio program podcast is the Money Man Report, just like it always was. And we're going to see you next time. That's a wrap. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.